Everybody, welcome to Almost Focused. I'm Nathaniel. I'm Matt. And uh, tonight we have Emma and Damien with us. Um, Emma, why don't you give yourself a quick introduction? Hey, everybody. My name is Emma, and I'm a composer and sound designer for film and interactive media. Emma, as I'm sure our longtime listeners know, is a good friend of the cast. Comes on all the time. Uh, Damien, yes, welcome back. I'm I'm. Forcing us to air this one second with yeah. that statement. <laughs> yeah, I, I realized that. As we we often talk about our casting schedule during, <laughs> during line in the sand. I just drew. Uh, yeah. But do introduce yourself real quick for us. All right. Uh, hi everyone. I'm uh, I'm Damien. I make uh, a bunch of games in both uh, board card and both board card and video um, video games. So all all two of those. Uh, I make games in all two of those media. All two of those. This is an increasingly inaptly named trilogy you have here. Uh, yeah, so uh, welcome, guys. Thanks for being here. We're doing the indie spotlight tonight. Um, Emma, can I can I commission you to do like a like a five second indie spotlight sound effect for us? You totally you? can. Oh uh, man! While we're doing that, we also need a brutal segue one. Uh, let's one at a time. Okay. All right, we don't right, want to tax her too heavily. You know. <laughs> We we have a friendship to maintain, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So everybody tonight has a video game that they've picked out. It's an indie. Um, I guess technically it doesn't need to be a video game. So if you want to talk about an indie card game, I'm fine with that. Yeah, for the it future. does have to be indie, which I guess we've never really defined. But well, it, thanks for letting me know it could have been a card game. I'm sorry. <laughs> had I hey, had I thought of it, you've got you can mix it up if you want. I also think yeah. you may have one in the bag that you could be talking about. I mean, I'm not sure why I have this idea, but I feel like there's a card game you played that's indie recently that maybe you could talk about at length. <laughs> you mean the one he's making? Yeah, <laughs> uh, I don't want to. I don't want to be specific. <laughs> yeah. You know? um, uh, so yeah, we've got. Um, Four indie games that we'll be covering tonight. So I guess to kick it off, it looks like Damien disappeared on us. So Emma, let's go with you first. All right. So my the indie game that I ended up choosing was uh, Honeypot. And I've played maybe 12 hours of that, which is a lot. That's an impressive, um, yeah, that's, that's an impressive amount of time. Great. Yeah. Yep. Um, and it is a very mature uh dating sim puzzle game mature mature how like is it mature in the way that like a a 15 year old thinks mature is or no i'm I'm talking like a little bit harder than like softcore porn oh okay so like a like a skinamax film with a little (laughs) more going for it is it like yeah i mean it's anime it's all drawn and like the artwork is you know very well done and things like that but Uh it's um it's not really I don't know if I want to say it's like verging on pornographic or if just I would just want to outright say that it's kind of like is it artistic is it would you say it's like art porn it's like it's porn but it's art 
because it's drawn like you know anime style characters yeah okay. let's go with that all right all right we'll go with that so it's it's mature but you could take your grandmother because it's like going to see a player no something. you don't know no, no, your grandmother's into like erotic puzzle <laughs> dating sims so yeah she would love that it's a great choice yeah. Yeah, I'm not. No, no. I just, I'm not sure that you want your grandmother to see this game. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> I'm back, by the way. Oh, welcome hey. back. Welcome back. <laughs> I've been at back a, for a while. At a good, <laughs> at a good, uh, good timing on that too. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that was excellently. Uh... So. So uh, what you know? What distinguishes this as a uh, as other a... than the the don't show it to your grandma itis that what? it suffers from? I feel like this is a is a genre like the dating sim genre is a pretty big one that I don't know anything about. Yeah, yeah, I actually don't really know anything about dating sims either. But um, actually, uh, Nation, another friend of uh, Matt and myself, he's the um, uh, North American My Little Pony trading card game champion. Yes, he is. I, oh. <laughs> I didn't even know that was a thing. But yeah. I am floored right now. Yeah, we are... need we need this guy to come on this podcast. Well, one of you our do. other friends is the designer for the game. So, yes. <laughs> we hold on. This hold is on. a formal invite. Illusion going on. Yeah. No, no. I believe Matt here because he worked with no. some real nerds. I mean, no, I totally believe it. However, <laughs> if his if his friend like if they're if he's friend, if he's the oh, best player, conflict friends, of interest. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're all colleagues, and it, I mean, it's not like in a trading card game. There's a lot of room for collusion like that, right? Like, I mean, the meta shakes out pretty. Openly. Oh yeah, no, I know. Right. <laughs> but I'm still, just, it's I'm... it's still a little shady. <laughs> Let's be serious. Except for the fact that Nation is like really good at card games and like. You know, I mean, his pretty, job is testing card games. Listen, right? guys, you don't become the Almost North American My Little Pony right card together. champion without, without being, being good at card without games. Without knowing a thing or two about card yeah, games. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, some yeah. serious competitive uh, gaming right there. So, yeah. so anyway, Nation introduced you to this puzzle dating sim. Yes, yes. So uh, he and his wife are like, yeah, you definitely have to, to play this game. Um, you know, we're we're all into like Japanese culture and anime and uh, games and stuff like that. So I was like, okay, cool. And I've never played a dating sim. Um, and in this game, you have the option to play as either a male, which makes all of the female characters straight, or as a female, which makes all of the female ca- other female characters <laughs> gay. Oh, seriously? Yes. I love that. I love that I the options are literally... When I was like 17 or 18 years old. Do you have a switch? Can I just flip the switch yeah, and now you're turn. gay? Like, that would which be way do you, I want you? <laughs> I just... Hold on here. Hold on. I just love it's the like... implications of this. Like... Are you male? Then everyone is straight. <laughs> Are you female? Then everyone is gay. Like that's that's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, I've I've had like a lot of I've pondered this game. Like it's made me have some serious like uh deep intellectual like internal monologues about, you know, like walking life down the street. And, like, Maybe all and women of... and sexuality and like all of these things that before I was like I don't know I don't really care about. Yeah. So. Excellent. Yeah, all right. I, yeah. So, it's very. It's a. It's a very fun. It's a fun game, but it's very graphic in some ways. <laughs> it's made you think a lot about your life. Apparently, I just love. Yeah, it's such a combination of features. It's like graphic. Don't show it to your mom. Anime porn. Coupled with 
really profound thoughts on the nature of being a woman in society. Yeah. Like, it's just not social commentary. <laughs> it's just like, social it's just an amazing combination of ideals. And I, oh, man. I'm impressed somebody was able to do that. Well, okay. Okay. So, uh, keeping to our schedule here, let's, let's, uh, yeah. Matt, what, uh, what, what's your game this week? So, um, my game, which, uh, I wish you had prompted me earlier because I can never remember the name of it. All right, we'll move on while Matt goes and I does some it, research. I got, I got it. I got it. It's called A Fool and His Money. A Fool and His Money. It's been out for a while. It's So it's a puzzle game. It's like a hardcore puzzle game. Not like the way that Emma's game is hardcore, but like... <laughs> More <God>. so. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the hustler of... This is like... This is the kind of puzzle game where you're like, oh, fuck, I need to get a notepad. And then, like, two hours later, you're like, ah, oh, yes, I finished the puzzle. <laughs> it's too much, like, my job for me to play it for a long time. Yeah. Uh, but it is some really strong puzzles. And what what interested me most about this game, so it's an indie developer. It's, it's only one dude. His name is Cliff Johnson. So it's a sequel to the game, a game he made in 1987 for Mac called Fool's Errand, which was also a puzzle game. Um and it's just like that was a critically acclaimed game, and so this game is twenty five years in the making, uh, more or less. I mean, he hasn't been working on it for twenty five years. It's not a Duke Nukem Forever situation. But I love how often we shit on Duke Nukem Forever on here. <laughs> yeah. We're just constantly like, "Fuck Duke Nukem Forever." Well, it's a great metaphor. <laughs> um, so I mean, he. It's it's a fascinating it's a fascinating little game. The pedigree of the game is interesting. The game is quirky as hell. I mean, it, it kind of is like this dude's been doing his own puzzle game thing for years. I mean, he's been making puzzle games for Disney and for other like kids game companies, and it's just this is his personal pet project of making the hardest. Uh, puzzle game that you possibly can. So, what kind of puzzles are you talking about? They're like, like crossword puzzles, or they're like yeah. word game pu- puzzles, or so um, it's a variety. It, there's a variety. Um, okay. Like one of the puzzles that I, the one I worked on probably the longest. There, there's one that's like a tile puzzle where you're trying to complete a picture, uh-huh. and the catch there is if if you complete too many of the tiles, then you get attacked by pirates, which is annoying. I'm confused. Do you have a body? No, like the like these little skull and crossbones start popping up all of the thing, and if you don't click on them, then they start swapping your tiles around. Okay, it's really yeah. yeah. So you have to solve the puzzle in such a fashion. I'm not gonna lie, that sounds kind of tedious. It's really annoying. Yeah, but then there's another puzzle that <laughs> I really liked, which is you have to your there's a story that goes along with it, and your your character is trying to overhear what these people are saying. And so he he hears enough to know what the letters are of the sentences and the structures of the sentences. And so you have to figure out what they're saying because you're given all the letters and the structure of the sentence. And you just have to kind of figure out what they're saying based on those. And it's really – it's it's incredibly difficult puzzle mm-hmm. that if anyone can solve it without a notepad, I would be very impressed. Uh, it's like a good Mensa test. Yeah. yeah. But, so if you're into puzzles – it's definitely something to check out. It's uh, I'm only bringing it up because it's I'm well I'm bringing it up because it? it's cool pedigree. You get it from his site. It's uh, is a it free? Money it is not free. Okay, it's not free. It's uh, it's a uh, it's thirty dollars. Okay, um, that's, that's uh, but a there's lot a demo a puzzler. So, yeah, uh, but there's a demo that you can try out and see if it's if it's your so, deal. So am I right in thinking there's not actually a core mechanic? Like it's all just a bunch of different like completely unrelated puzzles. There. I think that you're correct in saying that. Is there like okay. a narrative attached to it? There is a narrative it? attached okay. to it. So, so each puzzle kind of kind of moves a narrative. 
Because I could see, like, I could see that actually being really neat if it was, like, a if you were a pirate on, a like, a treasure hunt and you got to, the, like, mm-hmm. ex- exotic locations and these were the puzzles you had to solve to, like, move on a map. Right. I mean, I'm just randomly throwing out sure, nonsense. Sure. But the, the story is you're a guy who gets attacked by pirates and you have to go and, and they right. steal all your treasure that mm-hmm. you got in the last game. I like that I threw pirates out and sure shit, like... Uh, well, it's, it has gold in the name. That's right? true. A fool in his yeah. gold. Well, and yeah. I also mentioned yeah. in the beginning how you get attacked by pirates. Oh, I didn't even... I no recollection of that at you're, all. You're subconscious. Yeah. I did some there Darren Brown shit there. <laughs> uh, mind freak. But anyway, uh, that's uh, Chris Angel. I know. I, was just, <laughs> I really wanted to go mind freak right there. Uh, but this... Uh, so this game was recommended by a listener, sort of. John John K., thank you for the recommendation. Ah, okay. Yes. Um, John, go get a sandwich. <laughs> We're not even gonna tell you where anymore. Yeah. We're just it's like just go get a sandwich. Just let us know, and we'll let our sponsors know. Yeah, <laughs> just tell them when you're there. Submit your your numerical identification number. Uh, so that's I mean that's me because uh, I had picked this game for my indie spotlight, and then I ended up mostly playing Nathaniel's game. Yeah, well, well, we'll get to that one. We're, we're gonna. I think we'll we'll. I'm, I'm my strategy here is to crawl, do an X. So it's it's Emma, you, Damien, me, which makes sense if anyone could see the configuration of how we're sitting. Which even I can't because I don't know where. Yeah, this is tough. But <laughs> across the internet, I, there's an X in my mind, and damn it, if I'm not crossing <laughs> Damien's it, Damien's next. So Damien's next, exactly. Okay. Right. Uh, so, so the game I chose is a game called Metamorphobets. What and, is it called? Uh, Metamorphobets. Yeah, Metamorphobet, okay. like alphabet, but it's got metamorpha in front of it. That mm. sounds like a <laughs> caterpillar cereal. Yeah. Um, so it's actually it's uh it's it's I mean I don't know how intended it was to be a children's game but it's very much uh styled to like it works for children like incredibly incredibly well. So, um so just so, a random aside I googled this to look at it and the first thing that popped up in autocomplete was metamorphobet soup. <laughs> cool. Uh, what does that come up with? I, I don't know. I'm going to check after I load Metamorphobit. Uh, all right. So Metamorphobit, um, it's a game that recently launched on PC and Mac, but it's been out on iOS for a little while now. Um, it's a game I was first introduced to uh, when I was judging the IGF Awards because I was one of the judge jury people. Um, and, uh, yeah, and it just it completely blew me away. It's it, I mean, it's by Vector Park, who made a game uh, that's – on Steam and stuff called Windowsill, um, and he made a bunch of other stuff too. Uh, his name's Patrick. I don't know his last name. I hope it's only him, and I'm not ignoring and excluding somebody from this. Um, but yeah, and it's this super. He's got this super beautiful, incredibly clean style. Yeah. Um, the, so I'm I'm looking at the website, and they've got. I don't know if this is the full game or what, but it's like letters that you click and drag on, and they grow weird antlers and like reform and stuff yeah so i mean it's it, it's even debatable whether or not it's a game right like all you're all you're doing is basically like tapping around until stuff happens yeah yeah um, but the interactions are incredibly beautiful and feel super organic well, like that, it, it, basically it, you're just going through the alphabet right it so feels you go, very you go, um intuitive like it's weird you click it and start fucking with it and it's just kind of like oh yeah this sort of works like i get yeah, that so so the a turns into or the a grows antlers yeah and it's like okay and then it'll say antlers out loud and then you're like all right yeah and then you keep messing around with it and then the a turns into an arch and it's like arch and you're like oh okay so it's all a words and then it's gonna be all b words and stuff and I played. I I was babysitting my little cousin, and I was I was like, I don't really know 
what I'm supposed to do with children. <laughs> and and, and uh, my roommate, uh, Helena, she was like, play Metamorph a bit with her. And I was like, oh, right, okay. Because like we're all indie gamers in the house. We all develop this stuff. Yeah. So, so uh, and I was like, yeah, that makes sense. And then we were playing it and she was hooked. She, wa- she played through it like three times in a row. Oh, yeah, you're and like, yes. <laughs> it's a short game. But it's it's a super beautiful and an amazing learning tool. Yeah, that's like, really cool. That's great. So yeah. is that what it was built for? Do you know? Was it intended to be sort of a learning? I I honestly so I was talking with Patrick because I actually met him like a week ago. Um, I was talking with him and I was like, this game is absolutely great for uh, like for children. Like mm-hmm. it's super awesome. And like, and he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah I guess so. And I'm like, oh, uh, like, what seems weird to me is like, I saw him tweet about like him being at TCAF, like the Toronto Car- Comics and Arts Festival where I met him, um, him being at TCAF, watching people play his game. Uh, and he's like, oh, it's really neat to see children playing this game. And I'm like, wait, did you not like, you didn't intend this? Kids? Like, like, like this is really weird because it's totally, I mean, it has this like nice voice that set like pronounces all the words that were popping up and mm-hmm. stuff. So well, it's got a very sort of childlike like charm to yeah. it, you know. Yeah, but like, but the people who were playing it, like when I was there, it was all adults like crowded around, huh. like just like oh, play with the ostrich more, like like, <laughs> you know, do this? like it's just it's this cute little thing, uh, and it's really nice. And yeah, it's very something cool. that I really appreciated. Also, Sounds like it could even be like a kind of powerful language learning tool. Oh yeah, well, oh, I mean, yeah. for English, or I could even see it applied to other languages. Yeah, that's cool. That use, you know. Yeah, the, particularly the if you sort of if you stuff. fleshed it out a little bit with like lesson yeah. components or something. Yeah, you know? no, like it's it's pretty it's pretty simple right now. I mean, there's yeah. only like four or five words for well, each letter. You said it was a um, game jam product, right? Oh no no. no. Oh man, that was that was an amazing fade out on his part. Actually, no, no, no. it was like, oh no 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 no. <laughs> that was that was great. Uh, well, I guess we'll. I guess Damien's done talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then, well, that was Metamorphabet, folks. Uh, so what's great is since he's recording his audio, like it just will sound like he keeps talking, and we're like, well, Damien's gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's I like, know. no, no, I'm still here. I'm still here. <laughs> oh yeah that's a good point uh this will be interesting um right so i guess that makes it my turn yeah uh so what game have you been playing nathaniel i spoiled it a little bit in our last cast but uh i'm 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 gonna talk about be talking about this game all the time well i you know it's it's good everybody we've got a whole gang of people playing it so i'm gonna talk about project gorgon again um project gorgon because it is the indie game i've spent the most time with and we only gave it really a very cursory like i hadn't played it in the last cast yeah yeah we we just glanced at it last time just sort of like hey this is a thing we're enjoying you know um cool so it's an indie mmo uh i have long dabbled with mmos it's uh by some turbine people yeah it's by uh the guys who made asheron's call and lord of the rings online and uh well, D online i'm just saying turbine is the company who did this um okay and it's one of the programmers is a guy from asheron's call and i think uh some of the other people from it are from ac as well um cool. but uh it's a really cool sort of blending of a bunch of different old school mmos with uh some new school mechanics so they 
have gotten rid of like any kind of quest marker at all. Yeah, it's it's there's there's no indication of like where to go or anything like that. Damien, are you back? I see a Oh, maybe not. Um <laughs> so there's there's like a very limited uh resolution map and I should stress that it's in alpha right now. It just got onto Steam Greenlight. Um we'll be doing a Greenlight cast once it goes live, I think for it cuz I think we're intending on mentioning sort of patch notes and stuff for it occasionally at least. Yeah, it's it's um so it's interesting cuz I've never really played MMOs before. I played some Guild Wars, but mostly solo and only for like a week. Yeah. Um I I've played probably the level 20 in and World of Warcraft. Mm-hmm. But this game is interesting. This is the first like community I've gotten into yeah. and you know, one of the things I'm having trouble with in the game but also I'm thoroughly enjoying is how is this is the skill system where it's basically like you do what you want to do, and you get skills for doing that. They already have 100 different okay. skills, and there are 200 planned. Um, okay, wow. Yeah. So, And they have skills like art history is a skill, you know. Oh, my gosh. Um, you can play. And what platform is this for? Is it's, this so it's PC and, PC and Mac. Or? Yeah, PC and Mac. Okay, cool. Um, and it's, I'll have to check that out. It's really fun. I mean, it's it's one of these games, and I've been saying this to Matt, like, like, if you were to isolate any single component of it and be like, do you like this aspect of the game? I'd be like, yeah, but I think it could be better in this or that way. But the whole game, okay. when it comes together, is really fun. You know, it just it adds okay. to, together to just be a really, like... I, I, it's, it, it just it feels like it's an I, engaging game. So as an example, like... All the NPCs Yeah, it sounds are. like they don't waste anybody's energy or time or attention by adding things that are kind of, like, superfluous. Well, they have, I would like, not agree with that statement. There's a lot of superfluous stuff in there. Well, it's weird. They have mechanics that are very grindy, like you have to grind up favor, for example. But, for but what... I kind of like that. You like so, so to learn skills and stuff, you have to talk to an NPC that knows that skill. Or to get better at skills or get advanced okay. uh, abilities you talk to an NPC that's associated with that and, and you form a relationship with that NPC. Yeah. And so Nathaniel's always talking about the fire mage guy being hilarious. I'm like, I don't ever talk, fucking talk to the fire mage yeah. guy, but I talk to the archery dude all the time. He's kind of boring. actually. Okay. So, well, so sorry. Which game is this? Sorry, oh, we're back. Yeah. Welcome Damien's back. joined us back. We're talking about uh, project Gorgon. So I was, oh, I, okay. it's a indie MMO that just got steam greenlit that, uh, okay. I checked, started checking out. It's free right now. Free to play, free to no, no cash shop, nothing. It's completely free, um, and it's in alpha. Okay. And uh, we were just sort of going through like it's it's an old, sort of a combination of a bunch of old school. I don't know if you're an MMO guy at all. Um, Not super much, but yeah. I I know him. Yeah, so it's like an, a blending of sort of Ultima Online, um, old school EQ, and uh, old school Asheron's Cult. Sort of a blending of the three of those, but coupled with some more modern mechanics. Um, okay. So it's it's just a really cool game that really rewards it really rewards exploration and just sort of like naturally exploring the game world. Yeah. Um there's no there's no go here do this quest line. There's no like talk to people. Your your interaction with the world is very much like, well, what skills do you want to learn? I want to learn magic. Okay, well go find the fire ma- magic trainer. Mm-hmm. Well, where is he? No All one right. knows. Yeah. Okay. That's where, that's where I came in. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, so you, well, you, you go well. find this guy, and then in order to get him to teach you, you have to get him to ma- be your friend. And, you know, it's it's like, it's a mechanic that you will see in other MMOs that they have managed to make 
more engaging. And I'm not sure how they did it, but Matt's the third person I've gotten to try it who has been like, I actually really like this. This is really fun. Well, and I think what what helps that I like it a lot is, and you know, maybe this is just a function of the size of the game, but mm-hmm. y- you know, it's it's pretty tight. Like I log in, I know who people are, yeah. And and there's also I kind of depend on people. Like we were talking about, like my character specializing in one thing, yours is specializing in another. So we're getting the same loot from monsters, but we need different things for our skill sets. Yeah. And so like trading is very optimal. Um, I'm excited to try out. You were, there's a, there's a system where any item that you sell in the shops, someone else can come and buy from the shop. Yeah. Um, which is, uh, I don't know if that's new or not. Like I said, I don't play MMOs. Not, not, I, it's again, it's a, a mechanic that's been around in a lot of things that when combined with the other stuff they have going on, it's, it is somehow made a little more unique. Yeah, um, it, it feels like an old MMO, but it has a lot of, I think, you know, the experience of MMOs in in it. And it feels kind of like a solo game to some extent, too, which is nice. Okay. Um, cool. So that's mine. Uh, we we are at the 25-minute on the dot right there. Yeah, I thought we were actually 30 minutes, though. Oh, I thought you said 25. <laughs> Well, we're at twenty five on the dots. So, like... well, no, no, it's a good, it's perfect. Then everybody gets one minute to talk about what they want to play next week. Uh, we'll do the same order. Emma, go. Starting oh. now, one minute. Oh God, I have no idea. I haven't thought this through at uh, all. Uh, you have fifty seconds. Uh, <laughs> Emma, what about the know. game you were telling us about? You need to buy. Oh yes, maybe uh, Mahjong Pretty Girls Battle. Yeah, uh, I think we're all buying that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which which I might check that. It's out. pretty self-explanatory. Give us give us a 30-second synopsis. <laughs> um I believe it's just kind of like your standard like Chinese mahjong. Uh-huh. Um but you're battling against like pretty girls and then they <laughs> pop up on the screen and like yell stuff at you. I have no idea exactly. That's, that sounds fantastic. I'm really looking yeah. forward to this. Yeah, stuff. me too. All right. All right. Uh uh Matt, you have 1 minute go. I'm gonna play Project Gorkin. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna play the Yarg. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which is this game by this indie developer. <laughs> if Damien you can figure Sauber. out how to spell it, you can figure out how to buy it. Uh, no, but I'm actually I'm looking forward to playing that. Um, uh, probably something else. Oh, there's there's a Binding of Isaac update coming out this week for. Uh, oh, wait, is the expansion coming out? It's not the expansion. Oh, it's okay. an update. I was um, about to get super hyped. Uh, I'm already hyped though, so I'll probably play that a bunch. Nice. All right. You only took 34 seconds. So, Damien, you can have a minute and 25. All right. So, I'm just going to take my time here. Uh, <laughs> Be leisurely. Yeah, I know. Um, so, I mean, I I honestly... Okay, I'll, I'll explain this in the now 15 seconds that I have. Uh, <laughs> uh, I... I coming onto the show i was like oh shit i don't actually play a lot of indie games like not really <laughs> um i like i haven't been playing a lot of games recently i've been working really hard so like coming onto this i was like uh i was getting all like, like a lot of anxiety like trying to pick a game i had oh, no idea what flashbacks flashbacks uh, yeah. yeah so no but um so i i don't have to talk about indie games now though this is just anything yeah this yeah, is what do you want to play what do you want to play there's no rules um i i, I want to play some more uh crusader kings 2 which uh, okay and yeah. it's a good through. game i've actually played um, a fair bit of that yeah i i'm just working on 
learning how to conquer Ireland and slowly the world. But I'm, right I'm still working Ireland. on learning how to not die immediately, but uh, like, when I say fair well, bit, I mean a couple of hours of like tutorials. Okay, no, I, I kind of skipped the tutorials actually and just jumped <laughs> into it. Yeah. No, 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 but I'm doing, I'm doing okay. Like, I understand most of the base mechanics. I don't understand the nitty gritty, but you I understand five the seconds. base feudal system. <laughs> and, and I also want to play Mortal Kombat X. I haven't, I haven't played it. Like, all right. All right, time me one minute. Uh, I will be playing Project Gorgon for sure because I keep posting on their forums being like, I'm going to play your game. <laughs> yeah. I think I have to. We're talking about you all the time on our podcast. <laughs> I love you guys. Uh, in addition to that, though, um, I, I got I posted uh, the Reddit indie dev, the subreddit for the indie devs, and uh, two guys from there have sent me games. So I, I promise I will play them this week. That's my... <laughs> That's my big thing. I'm going to play their indie games. Farm one of those to me. I'll play it. I'll farm it to you. And then, um, yeah, I think that'll probably cover most PS4? of my game. Are you going to play any more Guacamelee? Guacamelee was great, but uh, I actually really, really liked it. I'll I'll wait until you and I have a game session before I do that again, though, because you're right. It wasn't. It's not my style of game. <laughs> All right. I finished in 49 seconds, Matt. You're the winner uh, with your incredible 30-second performance. Yeah. That was... Hold on. Hold on. Hold That's what on. she said. I didn't realize that was a race. <laughs> yeah, I just decided sort of arbitrarily. Baby, <laughs> <laughs> you lost. You took a whole minute and 30 seconds. Yeah, man. Jeez. Oh. <laughs> you filled up every second you could. I guess, honestly, maybe that makes you the winner since you, you took up all your allotted time. It's a valuable point. Time is money, and... Damien is rich. He wasted 30 seconds. <laughs> <of it. laughs> All right. Well, uh, thank you very much, guys. Um, yeah. And this has been an Indie Spotlight. Say goodbye. Goodbye. Bye, Goodbye. Thank you for having me. Thank yeah, you for coming. For being here. And good evening. <laughs>